Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. I think this is episode 44, which is exciting because it's an angel number. But equally, it might not be because I've kind of lost the plot. But hi everybody, how are you doing? I've got a couple more uh, questions, things I want to talk about that have been submitted to me. Still working my way through that list of inquiries and as a reminder if you have got something that you would like to say please do email the podcast um i just literally cannot cope with all of the different places that people message me any longer and so i am making it easy on myself if you want to get in contact please do so at podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk um i just can't cope with Facebook inboxes, Instagram inboxes, TikTok inboxes, text messages, five email accounts. I just can't. I can't do it. I'm accepting my limitations. 
So first of all, I just wanted to give a little shout out to Jane Bevan, who after the Making Yourself Small podcast, wrote in and sent just a really lovely uh, email in about what that meant to her and I thought I would share it with you all. Hi Hannah, I just had to write and thank you for your latest podcast. It really resonated with me. I've always put myself down saying I'm not sure I can do that or nobody will be interested and I've always had to wrestle with this situation in order to do things. Just lately Spirit have been making me question where this has come from. Why do I do it? And to be proud of how far I've come. I've just listened to what you've said about being bullied and when I look back I was bullied at school. I used to go home for lunch and the same gang were waiting for me as I walked home saying nasty things making me feel small. My mum even came to meet me a couple of times because of them. Then when she died when I was 15 they said to me in assembly one day where's your mum? People can be so cruel but I now know where that feeling of making me feel small has come from. Those sad children at school who had nothing better to do than make me feel small. Well, the best way, I think, to get over this is to do as much as I can and push myself even further so to show them I am good enough. Thank you, Hannah, for being the shining light I needed. Much love. Thank you for sharing that, Jane. Um, That's massive that you are willing to share that message. But I just want to say to you, I'm so sorry that that is what you went through. I was reading an article the other day about teenagers uh, because I have a house with two of them in. It's the danger zone, right into the danger zone. That's our house all the time. And um, I did look something up the other day because they are very lovely, but they are challenging in in their own way. And uh, it was saying on this article that teenagers do not have empathy. They cannot understand how anybody else feels. They are only about the self and it's a developmental stage and a necessary developmental stage. So I'm not giving excuses for those girls, but I don't think anybody that's happy does anything like that to another human being. So I'm so sorry. Um, I just want to call you out on one little bit you know what I'm like but I just want to say don't push yourself further to show them you are good enough push yourself further to show you you are good enough Uh, because I think exploring this as I am at the moment that the person who is now holding you back is you you have allowed and this is the same for me this isn't accusatory I hope that's not coming across like that but it's the same for me I have allowed the things that people said to me and the way that they responded to me to shape who I am now but as an adult I have to accept that that is now my choice and my choice is to push through that as much as I possibly can accepting I won't be able to do it all the time but as much as possible same for you do push yourself further than you thought you could. Look at what you've already achieved. Celebrate that. Take a moment to recognise where you are now versus where you were three years ago. The huge amount of growth and shift that you have had and then push yourself even further for yourself. 
because you're bloody awesome. So thank you for emailing in and I hope that that all made sense and that you like that response. So uh, another thing that I wanted to get back to is lovely Sammy, who I was at AFC with. Gorgeous, gorgeous Sammy. Um, she had emailed in a question or sent in a question that I had seen, but this was my start of being able to accept that I don't really know where they all go. They go somewhere. Anyway, and she wanted to know about balancing family and that side of the the commitments young children with mediumship and how you find the balance and I'd love to be able to sit here and tell you all that I've got this right every time and that um it's it's had a sense of ease but actually it hasn't and there has had to be a bit of determination from me to prioritise mediumship. It certainly got easier as um, my work has evolved and grown and become a work and a job. That has certainly made it easier. But I think it is always difficult when you're developing and you've got little children and they don't want you to go and they don't want you to leave them and your partner doesn't really understand what the heck you're doing and doesn't really understand your desire to immerse yourself in something completely woo and all of that it is a battle and I remember when my daughter was little and she was like my little shadow oh god I miss it but it was bloody hard work and when I used to leave uh, to go away for the weekend, sometimes even when I used to leave to go to a group, she used to sob and sob and sob. And it was heartbreaking. But I think that there are reasons that it's good to be determined to follow a path for you. And a reason why I think that's good for your kids. Um, number one, I think husbands partners um I was being very sexist then I've just called myself out on it but generally speaking um it is still that stereotypical split of relationships isn't it I think it's good for them to be left to get on with things for a bit and you to disappear so whether you choose to do mediumship or whether you choose to go on a spa break it's your choice but I think every mum should have time away from the house so that people learn to cope without them uh, I think that's really, really important. There was a stage when I remember a health visitor saying to me, and what happens if you get run over by a bus and you're in hospital for three months? And I was like, I don't know. Everything falls apart. So I do think that's good. You may be lucky enough to have a very capable partner and that's great. And my partner has become capable. Let's phrase it that way. <laughs> oh, danger. Um, so... That I think is really important. I think it's important for you to make sure you follow your dreams. Um, I have always sort of, it's a bit like a witch's curse, isn't it? People put upon you when you have a child that goes, it'll go so quickly. And you go, oh, 
oh no, I will really try and immerse myself in this situation. I will really try and be present. But it does go quickly and it does fly by. And all of a sudden you have got a house full of teenagers and you don't know how it is that your little tiny, very serious baby boy can now rest his chin on the top of your head because he's so much taller than you. It does go really quickly. But within that, I think it's still important to follow things that you love and the reason for that is I think that when you're a teenager teenager, your children leave home and they've gone there has to be something left for you because they won't look back and nor should they they will go and follow their dreams and the big wide world out there and if you're lucky they'll text you a few times a week and maybe come back and visit you um, if you're lucky, they'll stay in the same areas uh, areas you, but they might not. My daughter really wants to live in other countries and experience other cultures, and I would never stop her doing that. But of course, there is a part of me that wants to lock the front door and never let her leave. And I think it's important, if you've got that call of mediumship and you love it like I love it, and it's everything to you, and you think about it and you eat, sleep, dream it. Um, It's so important to be determined and follow that. I also think it's really good for children to see parents following their dreams and doing things because they love it. And it's always interesting with mediumship to me, and I know I've said stuff like this before, but let's be honest, if um, if you were dad and you were going to play football, or even if you were mum and you were going to play football, people seem to be able to get their heads around that. Okay, you want to play in a football team, um, you're going to go off, you're going to be gone every weekend, you're going to be at practice two nights a week, but that's okay because it's football. It's when it's mediumship, people can't seem to understand that you need to work at it. And so you have to have that same level of determination to just do it just crack on with it and one of the things that I would recommend everybody does is enables their partner not to believe what they believe I haven't got to this position with my husband going oh wow that's so entertaining we've had really funny conversations where he's gone please please don't show me another video of an orb please don't I just they're so boring to me I'm not interested Uh, just the same I think is when he's getting into the nitty-gritty of a pension and you know And that's okay. It's okay to have different interests, different things that light you up. But so many people hold themselves back because they need permission from their partner, but they don't really. They need permission from themselves. And this ties in with that podcast about um, making yourself small. Oh, it's a full circle. Don't we love it when that comes together? But part of that full circle experience is telling yourself that you can't have the things that you want because you don't feel like people will understand it but why do they need to understand it why do you need to hold yourself accountable and sometimes with people that have come on courses with me they've been 
almost nervous and I'll ask my husband if I can go or I'll ask my wife if I can go. I'm really looking forward to this. I really hope I can. And they've built it up to be something big. And then they've asked their partner and their partner's gone, well, sure, if you want to, that's fine. So again, it's that kind of holding yourself back. So I think we have to learn to communicate with our partners. And part of that communication is unapologetically wanting to follow your path. And when they say, well, what's it all for? You have to be comfortable to say, well, I don't really know, but I just want to do it because it's going to make me happy. Because when your partner, I'm being really stereotypical in this podcast, oh, everyone's going to hate on me. But when your partner, for example, wants to go to the pub with their friends, you don't say, what's that for? Um, And it's okay that people ask and they don't understand mediumship as long as you don't allow that asking to make you go, oh, I don't know, I just really want to do it, I hope I can, and that kind of thing. You have to just go, well, it's because I want to. I want to sing um, Billy, because we want to, because we want to. So just try that. I think we have this idea that when we start working with spirit that they're going to clear a space for us and make it easy. Um, Yeah, I've definitely had a few experiences where I've sort of gone, well, spirit, if you want me there, make it easy for me to get there. And they've gone, well, Hannah, if you want to be there and work with us, you better pull your finger out to get yourself there. And I think it's an interesting flip on it. Um, I have been able to do every single thing that I have ever wanted to do with the spirit world. Every single course, every single experience that has called to me and some that didn't, but I told myself I had to. And I have always... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Managed to work and create enough income from my work, um, even when it was just done in the evenings and I had a full-time job and it was my sort of playing money if you like I've always been able to earn enough money from that to do the courses that I wanted to do and I'm very lucky with that but I've also had to be very determined with that and prioritize it and the spirit world are not going to slap that new pair of trainers out of your hands and I tell you this from personal experience they're going to let you buy them. But then when you moan to them that you haven't got the money to do what you want to do, who are you really moaning at? So I actually think it's an important part of the spiritual development journey is that determination, that determination to show up for spirit. 
and keep it going and hold on to that and I think it will hold you in good stead for the future if you can master that determination in small ways uh, when you start and when you want to um, yeah so that's my advice on that I'd love to tell you that, that it's easy but it isn't I'd love to tell you that when I went to AFC last week my daughter wasn't sort of welling up and a bit sad but then I've been back this week and she's been out after school and she's out after school on Friday and she's doing something else though and she's been on her room on a call so it's not like she spent the whole time glued to me and I know it's different when you've got young ones but it's finding that balance and making sure you feed your soul and again it seems to be information given by health visitors that I want to share with you all today but it's important to understand that as the mum you are a big cog in the family and your cog will work much more smoothly if it's happy and so you have to do some things for you I hope that helps I also uh, wanted to talk today about uh, lovely Amanda, my friend Amanda, who wanted to know about um, using your psychic abilities in a healing session and whether that's a good thing or not. Um, Because we had that whole conversation before about um, not bringing in the spirit world. Now, one of the things, and I know that I'm super analytical and it's kind of annoying, but one of the things that I never understood in Azui Reiki 1 was when you get all the hand positions. Um, so for those of you that don't know, with Azui Reiki, traditionally you get places that you're supposed to hold your hands over the body. You get a whole system of hand positions that you are supposed to hold your hands in different positions and the energy flows in but in the same manual in my learning manual in the same manual it also said the energy flows to where it's most needed and I just never understood that well why have I got to hold my hand here in an awkward position that makes my wrists hurt uh, if the energy flows to where it's most needed so I don't do the hand positions and then when I found angelic reiki working with the angels the hand positions were moot you don't need them the angels direct the energy so that was so much more made so much more sense to me and I'm on the fence with this so I think psychic is really good and really important don't get me wrong I'm not looking down on psychic at all that said I think any form of control when you're working with the spirit world um, can be a problem now Mm, mm. as I said control of course you know that I think you should be very structured about which frequency of energy you're sitting in so I'm not saying not that but what I do feel is that sometimes when when we're a healer we want to make the healing too much about us we want to make it look like we're giving value like we're sharing something magical and and we get in the way and the problem with that is that it stops it being such a smooth giving process. So for me, psychic is very useful when a client comes because you can get a little read on who they are. And this is the same in mediumship readings. I always start psychically because your sitter or your client that's being healed, they have a huge bundle of energy. 
Um, and that bundle of energy will have all sorts of different things in it and every person is unique. So if you can work psychically with them for a moment just at the beginning, it will give you a greater idea of what this person needs. So some people arrive and they're very, very nervous and actually spending a few minutes talking to them and making them feel comfortable is the best use of time rather than just slamming them on the bed and starting the healing treatment, boom, boom, shakalaka. So it's important to be able to monitor things like that. Um, There's loads of examples, but I'm sure you get the gist from this. That said, I do think once the healing starts, you really want to almost disconnect from the outcome and you really just want to allow them to receive and you have got to trust that they will receive it in the right way for them and that energy will flow to where it's most needed so I think any sort of is this working is this thing on are they getting what they want do they look comfortable is actually pulling you out of your healing power and I know that in an ideal world you'd just be off and you'd be gone and sometimes that does happen and that's when I know the healing is amazing um but i think it's something we should all strive for and aim for is just getting out of the way so psychic does have a place in healing but doesn't have a continued place in healing for me it's just the sort of arrival and the settle down and maybe again at the end to check that they're feeling okay and they've got everything they needed um and that they're back fully and that kind of thing but i don't i personally and i know some of you will be doing scanning and working out where the energy needs to go but even if you know they've got a blockage in their stomach we all know that the energy has its own intelligence it flows where it needs to go so why do you need to know they've got a blockage in their stomach for what purpose seriously can anyone tell me I'd love to know your thoughts because we're not allowed to diagnose in the UK. We're not allowed to talk about health conditions in the UK legally anyway. Um, But even if they have got a problem and they come in and they say to you, I've got a real problem with my knee, we know that there could be an emotional imbalance that is causing the problem in the knee. So you might find that the energy ends up moving into their mind or into their heart um, or into their left elbow that they bashed it when they were a child and someone said something to them and that's caused a problem and so even if you know there's a disharmony in their knee you still have to trust the energy is going to flow to where it needs to you don't need to hover over their knee so for me it doesn't really have a place although it does for settling people in and and giving them what they need but it doesn't really have a place in the healing for for me personally The best healers I've ever been to and the best healing I ever feel like I've done has been when I have got completely out of the way and just allowed the spirit world and the healing energy to do its work. And I've had quite a journey with this. When I first started doing healing, I got so blooming involved with it. You know, adjusting this, doing that, smudging this, putting a crystal here, doing this, that and the other and... I feel like there's something kind of marvellous about the simplicity of it if you just allow it to happen. And when I had my chakra crystals that I would put on people and things like that, that was really me wanting to validate their experience and me as a healer 
and I've grown out of that now because do I believe that the healing energy would come in but because I haven't placed a crystal the throat chakra is going to be imbalanced no I don't yeah and because I'm obviously in quite a controversial mood today and just laying it out there I would love your thoughts listeners on crystals because I just keep cycling through this same thing at the moment now I love crystals I have got quite a large collection of crystals I've got two very expensive crystal balls I've got lots of smaller ones I've got crystal as I'm looking around this room I can see lots and lots of crystals glistening back at me do we really believe they have healing power I'm not being shady I'm just asking and if we really do believe that they have healing power and we really do believe that then why are we digging them up out of the earth grinding them into shapes making them prettier discarding parts of them away as dust and putting them in our houses rather than leaving them in the earth for the planet to heal and for it to help all of us I'm interested. I used to sell crystals. I'm not, I'm no shade on this. Absolutely none. I, oh, I just hit the mic. Sorry if that buffed in your ears. I'm just really interested in, I can't shake that. It, do they really heal? Or do we just believe that they heal? And because we believe that they heal, they do work. It's that valves again. If I've covered you in crystals and um, sat you under a pyramid, I, you know, I love the, copper pyramid that I had that for healing but if we do all of that is it that it really adds to the healing or is it that people believe it really adds to the healing so therefore they open their valves more so therefore they receive more so therefore there's more energy and also the healer believes that they're doing more and providing more and so that gives a space where more valves are open or are they really healing and if they are really healing who decided who decided what they would do and if we really believe that they've come from spirit and from God or from mother nature why do we feel like we need to prescribe them who decided who decided that the third eye chakra was purple just to begin with And then who decided that because that was purple and amethyst was a match for that, that amethyst would open your third eye? Is that hunk of rose quartz that you love very much not there going, hey girl, I can help you too? I don't know. And it's fine if you accept that, you know, you you dig them up because you love them and they're beautiful and they're like pieces of artwork that you have in your house. But it's just so weird to me the way that we treat them. I think it's because I've been following someone on Instagram. I didn't even remember following them, but apparently I did. Um, And they grind crystals up into certain shapes. Um, And they're amazing, the things they make out of them. But actually in seeing that process, it doesn't really feel that they're dealing with something that they think is reverent, that they think is amazing. It seems like they're just grinding up a rock in a machine and so 
what do we really believe? What is the ethics of giant craters of holes in the earth to provide us with sparkly things that create vibes in our house? Travelled air miles and miles and miles when, let's be honest, a rock on the beach is probably just as powerful if we're looking at natural powers and healing. I don't know. I mean, I love trees. I love, I love trees. I love being in trees because they're healing, because they have a good energy. So, yeah, I don't know. I'd love your thoughts though, because um, now I've got some sort of, I don't know if I should be buying crystals. I haven't bought any for ages because I have got enough <laughs> and I'm aware of that too. Um, but it's just something I can't stop thinking about. When you're putting crystals on someone when they're being healed, if you're healing with the angels, why do they need crystals? And you might say, well, it adds in, it adds in it, it adds something to it. But then we all know that angelic Reiki is perfect in its conception and delivery. That's the whole point of it. The whole point of it is that client gets exactly what they need. So if they're getting exactly what they need from the spirit world, are you getting in the way by chucking an amethyst on them? Or are you helping? I don't know. And I honestly, I'm not having a go. Please don't all get triggered and message me telling me you hate me. Um, I just really would love some different thoughts on this. Um, help me to sleep at night. Help me to understand. So let me know what you think. I'm now looking at all my beautiful... I've got a lovely bit of apophyllite here just winking at me, going, but I am beautiful. And I say, yes, you are. You really are. Hmm. Let me know your thoughts. Thanks for listening and we will catch up soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.